I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Hey, guys, I'm Dan Stewart. It's good to betting update. Time to get off the grid, everyone. More drama for the Houston Astros. Only down two to nothing to underdog Washington in the World Series. Houston firing assistant general manager Brandon Tobum this afternoon. Tobin was under investigation by MLB for uh, taunting three female journalists in the clubhouse during the Astros ALCS celebration about the team's acquisition of closer Roberto Asuna. Philadelphia Phillies finding their man today, hiring Joe Girardi as the 55th manager. A team history deal for three years and includes an option for 2023. Girardi hit it off with Phil's management staff, including partner John Middleton. And according to MLB Network, he is the perfect fit. Girardi managed the Bronx Bombers in 2008 to 2017 after a loan campaign with the Marlins back in 2006. He owns a career record of 988 and 794 NL Manager of the Year back in 2006. Padres have hired Jace Tingle as their new manager, sources telling ESPN, but San Diego not confirming the reports yet. The 38-year-old got an offer, uh, got the offer over Atlanta Braves third base coach Ron Washington. Tingle currently managing winter ball in the Dominican Republic. Phillies right-hander Jake Arrieta will not exercise his opt-out clause. A 33-year-old uh, could have opted out of the final year of his three-year $75 million deal at the end of the year. That'll leave $20 million on the table. Arietta started 24 games this year, his fewest since 2013, recording a 4.64 ERA, 4.89 FIP across 135-plus innings of work, and his 149 whip, his worst since his rookie year in 2010. A lot of Yankee players using the postseason elimination to take care of injury problems. Outfielder Aaron Hicks will undergo Tommy John surgery to repair a UCL in his elbow rehab point eight to ten months. Masahiro Tanaka underwent arthroscopic surgery on his right elbow to remove bone spurs. Luke Boyd had surgery to repair a core muscle injury. NFL news, the Jets shopping wide receiver Robbie Anderson ahead of the NFL trade deadline. The Jets say they're trying to acquire multiple 2020 draft capital for Anderson. The Eagles earlier reported interest in the speed speedy wideout. Anderson is currently making $3.1 million on his restricted free agent tender deal. He will be an unrestricted free agent in 2020. 17 catches for 266 yards and a TD in the first six games this year. NFL's trade deadline, October 29th, 4 p.m. Thursday night football. Let's hope this one's a good one, not a snooze fest. Winless Washington heading to Minnesota to take on the Red Hot Vikings. Keenum, former Viking, Cousins, former Redskin. Uh, receiver of the uh, Minnesota Vikings, Adam Thielen, out today with a hammy injury. Minnesota looking for their fourth in a row. They're laying 17, total 42, first half line. Minnesota Vikings minus 10, total 21. College football, we got number 16, SMU, the Mustangs, laying 14 at Houston, total 65 and a half. Kickoff, 730. NBA News, Charlotte Hornets season off to a rough start and guard Nicholas Batum out three to four weeks after uh, fracturing his middle finger on his left hand. He's in the fourth year of a $120 million deal, dating back to 2017, averaging just over 10.3 points a game. NBA, Gabe talked about it. Three games, but good ones. 7.05, Atlanta at Detroit. Pistons, one and a half, 222. Then we got Milwaukee at Houston Rockets, laying one and a half, 230 is your total there. 10.35, Clippers, minus one against the Golden State Warriors, over under 227. MMA news, Conor McGregor's anticipated return to the Octagon, now set. The UFC star, announcing at a press conference in Moscow that his next fight will take place in Las Vegas January the 18th. He knows his opponent, but UFC brass told him to shut his lip and keep a tight lip. There's going to be problems. 31-year-old hasn't competed since October of 2018. Very busy night on the ice. We got 10. Ford 705. Arizona at the Islanders. Islanders minus 15 cents. Low total of 5. 
Buffalo laying a quarter at the New York Rangers over under six and a half. Carolina minus 125 at Columbus. Total six. San Jose at Montreal. The Habs laying minus the buck 30, six and a half. Two at 805. We got LA at St. Louis. Blues minus 185. Six is your over under. Minnesota at Nashville. Preds laying 80 cents over under six. A pair at 835. Anaheim at Dallas. Stars minus 150. Total of five. Philly at Chicago. Pick them. Six and a half. A deuce at 905. Florida and Calgary Flames laying 40 cents. Six is your total. And Washington minus 130 at Edmonton over under six. MLS playoffs tonight. Eastern uh, semi, 8 p.m. Philly at Atlanta. Atlanta FC minus 150. Draw plus 300. Philly plus 400. Winner gets TFC in the East final. West, we got LA Galaxy at LAFC. LAFC minus 250. The favorite draw plus 400. Galaxy plus 550. Tiger Woods, nine birdies in round one. He shares the lead at the Zozo Championship in Japan with Gary Woodland. I'm Cam Stewart. Uh, we're going to talk to Ricky Sanders an hour or two. We'll break down this uh, DFS Thursday night game, maybe get a couple basketball plays as well. So stick around, everybody. Hour two of Red Heat and Rage Radio on Sports Grid is coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, game time, time decisions. decisions. Level two. Ricky Sanders will step up and in a couple of minutes. Uh, we have NBA DFS back into the rotation Uh-oh. as well. It's all it's all overwhelming, Cam. You know, I'm trying to figure out, trying to pick some wins here. Like uh, you know, let, let alone DFS. I got to take things one one thing at a time. And you know, I was on the road. I look forward to sort of settling back in, getting into the NBA groove. Big weekend this weekend. My Michigan Wolverines play Notre Dame on Saturday. Massive game for Harbaugh. You know, this is the games that they lost. They lost to Wisconsin. No shame in that. Losing to Penn State. No shame in that. Yeah, they battled their hearts out against Penn State. They've got to win a big game, and this game's at home, Cam, against Notre Dame. There's no excuses. No excuses for Michigan. They need to win this football game. Harbaugh doesn't win this game, then things could get ugly. Yeah. Actually, but oh, they win. They it's a big win against a top ten team in Notre Dame. I agree. I think if they win, that you could actually like save the program's face. You lose, it's just another one. Hey, Jimmy, you lost another one against a good good opponent. To your earlier point, let's not do what we did before against Notre Dame. Three con- traditional draws up the middle, boo for nothing. You talked about it. Notre Dame, they brought every everything in the kitchen sink at them. Trick plays, flea flickers, boom. And you know, Gabe, after that, Michigan was shell-shocked. Don't have a conservative game plan. Be ready to go. Come on, Harbaugh. I'll tell you one thing about Brian Kelly. We talked about it with Ranieri. He makes good adjustments in games. It's up to Harbaugh and his staff to figure something out. They can beat Notre Dame. It is a winnable game. But don't be so damn conservative. Mix up the playbook. You have to You have to say that Kelly's been a better coach. He's been more successful. For sure. Definitely. Um, you know, he's been more successful. Harbaugh had some success with Stanford. He's had moderate yeah. success with Michigan. They, You know, they won a sugar bowl. But... You know, the big wins just haven't uh, been there. All right, so we've got Thursday Night Football here this evening. And I know, Cam, you're a fan of taking underdogs. I am. Um, you did it on, on – you've done it on a couple of occasions on these primetime games, and it's ended poorly uh, it for you. What are you doing tonight? Like, are you, are you thinking that this is too many points? Because 
It's weird. Monday night football, I'm down with the Dolphins. You know, I think the Dolphins and Fitzpatrick can hang against the Pittsburgh Steelers. This Viking game, I find a little bit different. The Vikings murder teams at home camp. And, you know, in week one, in week one they won 28-12, all right, against the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, then their, their second home game, they beat the Raiders 33-14. They beat the Eagles 38-20, and it was actually worse than that. Like, it was like they were killing them. And, you know, the Eagles scored late, uh, basically. Like, their lowest margin of victory at home so far has been 16 points, which is incidentally what they were laying, 16 and a half. It's up to 17 right now yeah. at, uh, at some spots. We'll jump into the numbers in Minnesota. Dominant at home, dominant against non-division opponents. Yet it is 17 freaking points. Ricky Sanders will join us. It's a lot of points. It sure is. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Studio, FanDuel uh, Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, Thursday night uh, football uh, this evening. And I'm just dialing up uh, the optimizer uh, right now uh, for the showdown uh, tonight. But we have NBA basketball as well. And, uh, you know, while I do play uh, some DFS, I play, I've been less hardcore to the football DFS yeah. uh, this year just because I'm so damn swamped, 16 hours a day. I'm putting lineups in, but I'm not... You know, I'm, I'm telling the optimizer a bit, but I haven't been playing with the same passion. Now the NBA is back. I want to get back into an NBA DFS uh, routine. Uh, but I also like talking to Ricky Sanders to correlate um, the DFS plays of the night with the props uh, as well. So let's bring in Ricky Sanders right now. Ricky, you know, I, you know, listen, I've been on the road, Ricky, so I'm not, I'm not in full. Uh, I got to get in the groove. I went to see the Raptors on Tuesday night. I'm a lifelong Raptor fan on well, their existence. And um, it was pretty cool seeing the banner uh, ceremony. Got a replica ring. Uh, but I'm not really back on track. You know what I'm saying? I've been traveling. I haven't sat down yet. And truth be told, with the NBA back now, this is like another couple hours a day of work that I've got to find in my day, Ricky, here. <laughs> like... Like, I was all happy. I'm like, man, this is great. NBA's back. And I went to the first game. I was just drinking. I was just like a fan. And the next day, as a gambler and as a DFS player, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't just start clicking. You know, there's research. There's work that goes in. So you know all about this, Ricky. A new sport is back, but that's another couple hours a day that you got to find now. Yeah, all I can say is I'm happy that I grinded the preseason. Basically, I'm just an NBA nut. Like, I love doing these other sports, but NBA is by far my favorite. So we had preseason, and I told myself, you know, I wasn't going to play 
And then, you know, two days in, uh, I've got half my bankroll <laughs> playing, you know, preseason NBA, grinded it out with Gallon, who's, you know, a former Daily Roto writer. Uh, and every day we were messaging each other, you know, following beat writers. And that has gotten me in the groove, honestly. Like, it feels like this time of year, if you have really paid attention to what teams did in the preseason, it's the edge season for, for some of us who, you know, have watched the rotations, have watched these new players. Like, last night... Ken Nunn gets announced the starter like 20 minutes to tip. It feels like mid-season he would have been like an 80% owned player. He was like 22% because I feel like a lot of people, you know, hadn't seen him in the preseason. And like if you were watching preseason, his last game he dropped 40. So I think this is a fun time of year. And, you know, I'm happy to help you guys if, if you need it because NBA is just kind of my thing. All right, so uh, last year, did you have P.J. Washington uh, last night? Because holy crap, huh? P.J. Washington goes off uh, 27 points, or I should say the other night. Uh, but as far as NBA tonight, so help us out a little bit here that weren't us on top of the preseason. So you have Milwaukee and you've got Houston uh, tonight. What are you expecting in this game? Because from what I saw from the preseason, Westbrook struggled a little bit, right? Do you expect them to just flick the switch now that it's for real tonight? And Ricky, how badass is this tonight? Cam, we've got the game tonight between the Bucks and the Rockets. You have the NBA's last three MVPs playing on the same court tonight, Ricky. Yeah, so having watched this Rockets team, I was kind of screaming at the top of my lungs to, to our chat room that we should be betting the Houston under because I don't think this team is anywhere near as good this year with Russell Westbrook. The offense just doesn't flow the same uh, with Harden and Westbrook. I don't think the defense is anywhere near as good without Chris Paul. You know, now you kind of have two holes defensively, and they've kind of had some issues figuring it out in the preseason. I mean, Russell Westbrook's been dealing with a bad finger as well which is still an issue tonight. But when the offense has gone stagnant, it's been the same old James Harden one-on-one. And he had a game this preseason where I think he played 25 minutes and scored 40. So James Harden is still James Harden. The way I'm handicapping this team right now is I don't know what I'm getting with Russell Westbrook. I think it's still the same old James Harden. And he, to me, I mean, the usage that he was getting looks like, you know, when Chris Paul was out. James Harden. So I, I think this guy is still a usage monster. I mean, he's priced at 9700 but I can't imagine not using him tonight until his price gets back up to like the 12000 range that it was, you know, mid-season last year. I think this is James Harden's offense still. You're still going to see some Russell Westbrook, but, you know, it doesn't work for Westbrook when Harden has the ball. He drives and looks to either kick or, you know, run the pick and roll with Clint Capella. It's just unclear where, what Russell Westbrook's role is in the offense when they're running that play, you know, over and over and over. James Harden over under prop tonight for total points scored is 32 and a half. Uh, Russell Westbrook over. is 21. You like uh, James Harden over uh, here tonight? Over. And Greek Freak, Greek Freak averaged twenty three and seventeen last year in the two wins. Well, Ricky's like over, so you like attract me tonight here, Ricky. You're saying, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think that's just going to be Houston style of ball a little bit more this year than it was last year. So, uh, I think I do think both teams are going to look to run here. I mean, you look what Milwaukee did; they kind of just replaced Malcolm Brogdon, who is really difficult to replace. But with Wes Matthews as a guy who's just another three point shooter. So we know their offense yeah. is designed a little bit differently than Houston, but it's the Giannis, you know, drive and kick show. 
sort of like it is with Harden when you you don't have Russell Westbrook. So I mean, any update on Bledsoe, Ricky? I know. Yeah. Any update on Bledsoe? Is it game time decision? Oh, he's going to play. He's supposed. Yeah, he's supposed to play. We're assuming limited minutes. We're assuming like high twenties. So speaking of high. I was a little bit surprised. Like I said, I was on the road. I'm just getting settled back in now. But I was a little surprised to see the the amount of points that the Pistons and the Pacers put up last night in 229. Atlanta still haven't played a game. Just one of four NBA teams not to have taken the court yet. Me and Cam are kind of bullish on the Hawks coming into this year. They've gone from 24 wins to 29 wins. Yep. They're at 33 and a half. Their win total this year. Trey Young finished second in the Rookie of the Year voting. Big DeAndre Hunter fan, drafted out of Virginia. I think Cam Reddish is going to be a much better NBA player than he was college. A um, lot to like about Collins, Herter, a lot to like about this team. What, what's your take on this game tonight, and will we have another big pace and high-scoring tempo like we had last night in that Piston game without Blake, and surprisingly, without Blake Griffin? I'm assuming the answer is yes there. Um, Coach said tonight that Andre Drummond not going to play the same sort of minutes tonight that he played last night. I was commenting in our Slack group that it was like three minutes into the second quarter and Andre Drummond hadn't left the floor yet. I think he ended up playing 41 minutes. But they said that was because they wanted to, you know, combat the size of Sabonis. Tonight against an Atlanta team that has more floor spacers, they said there's going to be more Christian Wood and Thon Maker. So we're expecting, you know, Andre Drummond around like 33, 34 minutes instead of 41 on the second end of a back end. But, you know, them going smaller just means there's more guards and quicker players on the court. And Atlanta likes to get up and down. They've got some fresh bodies, you know, expecting two rookies in the starting lineup. So, yeah, I think this is going to be a quicker game. And I think of those Atlanta rookies, DeAndre Hunter is the one we're projecting for a lot more minutes. Uh, you know, Reddish is still playing with, with a limited, you know, Kevin Herter behind him. So we've got him for 20. we got DeAndre Hunter for 30 minutes at, at 4K on DraftKings. I just love that price tag. Rookie Sanders uh, with us. Rookie Steph Curry. Um, so, you know, D'Angelo Russell makes his debut uh, tonight. They're getting the um, – they get Kawhi and the Clippers, and I brought it up earlier – if you're the Warriors, you're so sick of seeing Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard closed your building <laughs> last year, last ever game at Oracle, <laughs> with an NBA Finals MVP uh, celebration, and the champagne was flowing. Now you're opening up this new arena, and you've got Kawhi coming to town. Like, they don't even have Paul George, and they just dominated the Lakers the other night. This guy, by far, is the best player in the league, offensively, defensively, just he's all-world, everything. Well, what's your take on this game tonight? The Warriors are actually two-point underdogs. You know, they don't have Klay Thompson. Obviously, Kevin Durant is gone. So they've got Draymond. They've got Curry. They've got D'Angelo Russell. They've got Marquise Chris. Uh, we'll hit this on the other side. We'll get Ricky's take, and then Cam will jump in to uh, throw some stuff at Ricky as far as the football. What a great time to be a sports fan. Maybe we'll put Ricky in the hot seat. NHL, DFS, nah. Does Ricky do that, or is that calling true only? Not a problem. Hey, you're in Chicago. Uh, All right, uh, quick break. We'll be right back with Ricky Sanders. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Want two or three wagers up to a thousand bucks? Well, go to pointsbet.com slash grid and open up a points bet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID to get two risk free bets up to a thousand bucks. In addition to traditional betting, points bet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet by. For example, you're playing tonight's Thursday night NFL game and you bet the Vikings minus 16 and they beat the Redskins by 18. You'll receive 18 times your stake. Crazy, right? That's pointsbet.com slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get two risk-free bets up to 1000 bucks today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for full details. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Cam Stewart. All right, uh, so we got Ricky Sanders with us. We appreciate him sharing some of his knowledge uh, with us. All right, uh, so we're talking, Ricky. We got the Clippers and the Warriors uh, here this evening. Um, Steve Kerr and the Golden State Warriors will be debuting D'Angelo Russell, Glenn Robinson III, and Marquise Chris. So basically, that's the new deal here. You've got Steph Curry, Draymond Green, D'Angelo Russell, Glenn Robinson III, and Marquise Chris. Taking on a Clipper team that uh, was victorious against the Lakers uh, the other night. Is Steph Curry a must-play, or, you know, what, what, how, is, how is Russell fitting in in all of this? Uh, Ricky, I see D'Angelo Russell's over-under points tonight is 23-and-a-half. Uh, Steph Curry is 30-and-a-half. Is this going to be a return to the old days where it's going to be bombs away for Steph Curry? Are they gonna, have they gotten D'Angelo Russell involved? How do you expect this to play out? And what about Kawhi Leonard matching up against these guys tonight? Yeah, so in the preseason, it was pretty clear how they were going to approach this, at least in the early going. With Steph Curry and with D'Angelo Russell, they're going to stagnate their minutes a little bit, which kept both of their usage rates up. Now, I mean, their their usages in the preseason are a little bit inflated because they each played a game where the other sat out. But you look at it, I mean, they both were able to maintain. I mean, Curry is 35.5% usage rate, D'Angelo Russell 295 and it's one of those situations sort of like the Rockets have done before with their guards where they play, you know, Stephen Curry and D'Angelo Russell, like a five-minute stint together. One of them goes to the bench. One of them basically gets, you know, uh, all the usage for an extended period. Then the other checks in for them. And, I mean, we've seen Portland do this before. C.J. McCollum's best years uh, had them doing that because he was playing a bunch of point guard. And I think that's just what's going to happen here is you're going to have, you know, Curry with, stints each half of like five minutes where he just goes absolutely crazy and takes all the shots. And same thing with D'Angelo Russell. Uh, It's probably longer than five minutes. You know, it's for him. He comes at the end of the first quarter and plays an extended stretch in the second. And so I think there's room for both of them to score a ton. And it's clear. Those are their number one and number two options, you know, on offense. So I'm not sure I would be, you know, overly willing to bet against either. The thing is this Clippers defense is really freaking good. I mean, other than Kawhi, I'm not sure Patrick Beverly gets enough credit. I mean, what he did on LeBron the other day 
a guy who just towers over him. I mean, he can guard point guards to point forwards pretty easily, it seems. And so he's going to give whoever, you know, he's got a guard tonight fits. The thing is, Steph Curry and fast-paced matchups, even, you know, playing Patrick Beverly before, has always just completely held his own. He needs one inch of space to get a shot off. So I'm worried that it's, you know, a negative matchup on him, but you can only get so worried about Steph Curry. Hey, Ricky. So before we hit the football... Yeah, yeah, I was just going to ask him about. I was just going to ask Ricky about the Clippers bench, Ricky, and that was the big story against the Lakers. They scored sixty points. Yep. Uh, Montrez Harrell had seventeen. He looked real good. So I guess and a lower priced option. Who are some guys that we can look at? Because you know we're going to have to pay up for the stars. What's like a medium priced or a, a bargain guy we can get uh, off the Clippers? Because that bench did some real damage against the Lake Show. I think Patrick Beverly's the best of the bunch at 4,600. He's a guy who's going to rebound a ton for them. I mean, get double-digit rebounds that last game, especially till Paul George get, gets back. And I think they're going to need him for big minutes to match up against Steph Curry. So I think he's the best. Maurice Harkless, though, a guy who had a good game the other night as well, just 4K still. Uh, I was worried his price tag was going to kind of shoot up. Jamichael Green was the one with the good shooting game, but Harkless kind of just gave you everything, and I think there's enough minutes there for him to get it done. And, I mean, this Clippers team has a bunch of value. If you're looking for kind of the upside tournament play, Landry Shamit in a quick game, a guy who didn't really shoot well the other day, I think, you know, when his shot is falling, he'll be a guy who factors into the tournament, you know, structure because he can, you know, light up, light you up for 20 points. So I think in order it's Beverly, Harkless, Sham it for me, but I think they're all in play. Ricky Sanders, DailyRoto.com. All right, uh, Ricky, so let's jump into the National Football League game uh, tonight. Although the NBA slate is more attractive, it's great to have it back, isn't it? So we don't have to subject <laughs> ourselves just <Yeah. laughs> to somebody's primetime clunkers. But as somebody that has already got a play in on the Minnesota Vikings, I'm almost hoping for a clunker here tonight. And you know, I brought it up, Ricky. They've, Mike Zimmer has absolutely dominated non-division opponents. Now, listen, you're 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 a Bears guy. You're in Chicago, so you know all about this. Zimmer's forty fourteen and two against the spread against non-division opponents. Twenty one and two yeah. straight up. Last twenty three games against non-division opponents. We saw them kick the crap out of Atlanta, kick the crap out of the Raiders, kick the crap out of the Eagles. All three easy home wins. Their lowest margin of victory at home has been sixteen. It was in Week One when it was 28-12, and they took the pedal off the medal against uh, the Atlanta Falcons. It's a lot of points, but I think they roll tonight. Um, it seems, though, that everybody in the fantasy world is uh, cooking up and, you know, heating up in the kitchen tonight. They're, everyone's a cook tonight with Dalvin Cook. Is it too obvious, or is this Dalvin Cook just going to kill it tonight? I don't see how you get off it tonight. I mean, I was looking at the props. He's even money to score a touchdown in the first half. Not overall, just in the first half. So, wow. to me, it's a, it's a really tough slate because I don't know how you get off a guy like that who is, you know, just a huge workload, uh, you know, facing a Washington team that they should pound. The game flow should be in his favor. So, you know, later on in the game, they should just work him and Alexander Madison I really can't figure out how to play this slate without Dalvin Cook. The only other way I, I would think I'm thinking about playing it is maybe Minnesota Vikings defense in the captain. But I mean, Dalvin is just such a smash here that I think you play him and you kind of figure out how to go contrarian around that. 
Well, Thielen is out, guys. So what about yeah. the wide receivers? Yep. Um, is is it Diggs? Is it someone else going to come into play? And uh, how, how do you approach the wide receivers with the Minnesota Vikings, in your opinion? Well, they certainly seem to be using a lot of B.C. Johnson last week. And, I mean, they don't yep. use too many wide receivers, so they're not a hard team to project, you know, who is going to be on the field. They used three wide receivers at most, you know, throughout the course of a game. And B.C. Johnson just stepped in, you know, had a bunch of the end zone targets. And once again, we haven't projected for like close to 20% of the market share of targets just because this offense is so damn condensed. It's two tight ends, it's two receivers, and it's mostly, the, you know, the targets to the receivers. So you know how it's going to work. You get feeling out. I think B.C. Johnson is, a, is another clear overweight on this slate. I'm fine playing him with digs. But, you know, obviously that, you know, the, the difference in salary between the two just makes him the more easy fit alongside like a Delvin captain. Hey, Ricky, okay. I know uh, Gabe is going to play the Vikings and most smart people will. But I guess if you want to be contrarian, the Redskins are in an interesting position tonight, right? Because Peterson said he's going to play. Thompson's out. So Wendell Smallwood, what is he, 1,800 or whatever, he had five, five for 23 in a, uh, in a swamp game against San Francisco for 5.1 points. But he might be the option. If Peterson can't go, they got somebody's going to run the ball for Washington. Then you can kind of stack it up with the Vikings players. What do you think if you're going to pick a Redskin on your lineup? Who are guys that you're looking at? Uh, they won't be very popular, Ricky. Yeah, Wendell Smallwood is definitely that guy for me. We uh, were kind of arguing in the Daily Road of Slack all day about his projection because I was behind it. I mean, I looked at this team – and I just don't see how Adrian Peterson, what is he, 30-something, you know, with yeah. a high and low <laughs> ankle sprain. <laughs> <laughs> he's got apparently two ankle sprains in one ankle is going to yeah. play and get any sort of workload. I mean, I think it could be a situation yeah. like David Johnson where they say he's playing, he says he's playing, maybe he plays one snap and, you know, the ankle doesn't feel good and you get the Wendell Smallwood show and he's 1,800. So we've got it about 50% Wendell Smallwood in terms of the rushing market share. I think it might be higher. So if you're going to get it back with that sort of, of workload, I know the matchup is bad, but he catches passes too. So we certainly can, you know, all you need is a floor game from him uh, anywhere near a floor game to, you know, get you there at 1,800. If all of a sudden, instead of one pass, he catches, you know, three or four passes, all of a sudden you're fine already. So I think Wendell Smallwood of this team is the building block for me, just thinking about it logically. Ricky Sanders. Ricky, we'll let you prepare, uh, put together your final lineups uh, right now. We really appreciate you taking the time to be here. It's great to have you back here tonight. Thanks for the time, man. <laughs> of course. Thanks for having me. Have a good one, Ricky. Ricky Sanders. Ricky, don't you lose that number. Lose that number. I see Drew Brees plans on playing on Sunday versus the Arizona Cardinals. I don't like that. That makes move, me like though. the Cardinals more. That makes yeah, me like, like the, the Cardinals more getting 10 and yes. a half. They're rolling with Teddy Bridgewater right now. That's the thing. You'll see uh, Brees going to struggle a bit. You'll see. Here's the thing, Gabe. It's not like the Saints. That's the whole point. The Saints, Bridgewater hasn't lost since he's been with the Saints. Why wouldn't you just take your time? I know Breeze is a competitor. You wait another week, get fully 100% ready to go. It's just stupid. Like, I know Sean Payton is probably going to like listen to Breeze because he's a veteran on the team, but you're, Teddy Bridgewater's proving that he can win. The guys are liking him. They're rallying around him. Yeah, all he does is win, win, win. So you know what? I think that's stupid. You're right. And uh, 
maybe Breeze with that thumb will be a little bit off and uh, you get those inflated points. I, I just think it's a bad football decision when Bridgewater's playing fine. No need to rush him back, buddy. Dalvin Cook to score a touchdown tonight at any time is minus 210. (laughs) Not a lot of value there. Minus 210. Dalvin Cook to score the game's first touchdown, plus 340. Hey, that's better. It's not bad. A little bit better. Get on the grid. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Nice. I don't know. We haven't even made our picks yet. I love. Settle down, gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe we'll My picks have been cold. <laughs> I- I've been cold. Cold. <laughs> you give bad advice. <laughs> <laughs> I should just listen to, listen to Monique's picks at Woodbine. Yeah, I'll tell Monique, you what she likes. You know, she just put her picks yeah, up here. The four and the six. <laughs> the four and the six, says Cam. All right. Flamborough there? Do they get Flamborough, Gabe, or is that just two C-track? Yeah, they got Flamborough the right line. now. Wow, that's hardcore. No, no, I've I seen the stretch too. right here, Flamborough. Yeah, that's great. Wow. Mayor Mitch Cheese, Three yeah, Dragons, Bankroll. Bankroll, Barnyard Mayor Valley. Mitch Cheese. I like Mayor McCheese. There's our boy Gary Guy on the on the call. Gary's good. Gary does all the B tracks. He's like the king. Western Fair, Flamborough. He does them all. Mohawk. Yep, Gary. Conflict Diamond. Giddy up. Um All right. So I was talking about the numbers guys uh, here with the with the Minnesota Vikings and the Redskins. So I told you, so Vikings are 40-14 and 2 against the spread their last uh, 56 games against non-division opponents. It's essentially Mike Zimmer's record. So Mike Zimmer with the Vikings is 40-14 and 2 against the spread against non-division opponents, which is insane. It's absolutely insane those numbers. Uh, but it's not just that. The Vikings are a dominant home team, guys. Um in their last 20 home games, the Minnesota Vikings are 16 and 4 straight up. They're 15 and five against the spread. If you want, if you figure, well, that's 20 home games. Well, they're 11 and one in their last 12 home games uh, as well. The uh, Washington Redskins are—they're um, terrible, and the Redskins are terrible in prime time as well. Didn't they already play on Monday Night Football or Thursday Night Football? What do they play on? Who do they play? Yeah, they got smoked to the Bears. Remember, up. Bears. It was the Bears. Was it the Bears? Yep, I remember the, the game. Bears. Total. Yep, the Bears. That they were. Uh, yeah, it was a brutal game. Horrible, horrible uh, game. And put them on prime time again. Great. We'll see. Was it it's a Monday a nighter? I think it was a Thursday night. Oh, that's right. It was. It, no, yeah, no, no. I think yeah, it was Monday night, but they were at home. 
They were playing in Washington. Yes, I remember were. this game. Yeah, 31-15. Yeah, yeah, 31-15. Yeah, so, yeah, let's look at the Redskins' scores here. So, they lost 33-27 in week one. They had a nice first half. They fell apart. Same thing. They hung around the Dallas Cowboys in the first half. They fell apart. Against the Bears, they were freaking terrible. It really was like 31 nothing, and they got a couple of garbage. Like, didn't the Bears, like, it was a fumble return or something stupid? Yeah. They lost to the and freaking the- Giants 24-3. They lost to the Patriots 33-7. And they actually beat the, the, the Dolphins, then 9 nothing last week. Yeah, I, I don't see how they cover here tonight. I'm thinking the final score of this game is like uh, 31-7. 31-10, 31-10. Yeah. 34-14. I'm going to be honest with you. Think it goes I don't feel over? comfortable. I don't feel comfortable laying 17 with Minnesota, and I don't like uh, and Washington. Even though you're getting, you know, when you look, that's the thing about this value. You're getting a good, good number because it keeps on driving up game. But a rip ticket doesn't mean jack. So I'm gonna be honest with you. I I don't love this game at all. Like I I, I don't even think I want to play it. I don't even know what to do. I try. You try to do a teaser. Won't you don't have you to do certain combinations. No, I don't have to. I think I got four games in hockey that I'm that I'm gonna bet. I wish we had baseball tonight. Hell, we should you even dislike get MLS this game soccer. this much. I do. I, I, I'm putting my foot down. I don't have to make a bet on a stupid <laughs> uh, Thursday night football game that sucks. I might even bet Plus this uh, Atlanta. Yeah, exactly. Good call. And there's in game. What about this uh, soccer tonight? Uh, TFC, Gabe, see that as huge dogs last night? They get it done again. Yeah, these guys That's are unbeaten hot now, in yeah. 12. Oh, yeah. They, they came out of nowhere. They want, they unbeaten in 12. They beat NY. Uh, NYCFC, who's a very good team. So they're in the Eastern Finals. So it's Atlanta and the Philadelphia Union tonight. So uh, I was thinking you might, you might have an opinion on some uh, soccer there. Should be an interesting night in, in, in that first game. Atlanta's pretty good. All right, so what is it? It's Atlanta. Atlanta's hosting Philadelphia, the game in Atlanta. Yeah. Correct. Um, and the other game Atlanta are the defending Galaxy. champions. Yep, L.A. Galaxy versus LAFC. LAFC. L.A. versus L.A. <laughs> That's awesome. L.A. Both there teams. should be goals in that game. There should be goals in that L.A. game. Oh, my God. Cam, you know what the over-under two and a half is? Minus 370. <laughs> Are you serious? Minus 370. Yeah. I'm going to have to pass. Yeah, over. They, yeah, they made the total three and a half. It's oh. minus 130, three and a half. That's, that's crazy. Wow. What do you want me to do with that? I can't do anything with that. Not much, no. Atlanta, Atlanta, and Philadelphia over under two and a half is minus one ninety four. Yeah, a little bit better. That's still crazy. I think both home teams win. Yeah, I would agree with that. Problem is, I I don't know. It's tough. Like, yeah. All right. What about your? Let's just jump into the hockey here. Well, you said you're betting some hockey. What do you? What do you got? Uh, I'm betting uh, the, the first game off the board, game five and six. I have a lean to Arizona against the Islanders. If you've looked at Arizona recently, four goals, five goals, they've really picked it up. Kessel's starting to play. The Islanders are a little bit better. And if you guys don't want to play the side, because it could be a pretty tight game, Gabe, I got to endorse. I know you've been Mr. Under for the game. I think this game goes over. It's five. We have a five in a hockey game. What are we going in the hot tub time machine here? Every other total, six and six and a half. Uh, they still are talking about the Islanders from last year when they play. Arizona scores goals, multiple goals. I think we can easily get over five. I have a lean to the visitor and the over in that game. Also, Buffalo, I'm not getting 
in front of Buffalo against the New York Rangers. I know it's in your backyard tonight, uh, MSG. Uh, Buffalo's uh, 20 cents. I see 30 on Mr. Green. Uh, they're a hot team. Comeback win against San Jose. They feel good about themselves. Um, I have, I'm going to put a sprinkle on Buffalo on the side there. Hate to do this. I originally was thinking about Montreal, but uh, the way San Jose lost that game, I think this is a se- not, I'm not gonna say season-defining game. You also saw Couture calling out the other guys on his team for sloppiness in the overtime. I like it publicly, like shaming a couple guys who uh, had a bad line change. They're not dicking around anymore. Tough building to play in Montreal, but SJ Sharkey will be one of my dogs at uh, plus 120. That's what I'm looking at right now, Marenzi. And Eileen, I have a total in the Florida-Calgary game at six. I see lots of goals. Florida scores goals and gives up goals, and so do the Flames. So I could see a, a real pond hockey game there. That's what I'm looking at in hockey so far tonight. I might add a couple more, but I, that that's what I'm betting. The you like and you know what I've got I got res- I no, no, not so much in the NHL. Kind of I like looking at the Buffalo Sabers. Yes, I had to play. I'm sort of put together this football game, and you know I'm either going to be really right or really wrong about this. I'm going to ask you to put a play in. Actually, I you know what I was at the airport and sure. I put a couple of play ins on the way out, Cam. I thought I had. Nice, I was you like, got hey, you know, what? as yeah, long as I'm here, I put a couple of plays in. Yeah, before you hit the airspace, got it. Oh, geo blocked. Yeah, yeah, the airspace. Yeah, yeah, geo blocked, geo blocked. I'm going to go over four and a half sacks in this football game here tonight. But kind of like that. I'm looking at the football. I'm looking at the props here for this game tonight. But like. Case Keenum to throw an interception. Yes. Minus 210. No. Plus 160. Kirk Cousins to throw an interception. Yes. Plus 112. No. Minus 142. Dalvin Cook rushing and receiving yards. It's freaking high, bro. 122 and a half. Craziness. That's 122 and a half. Like, I'm looking. I'm trying to find some props here that we can play. Uh... I don't know. What about McLaurin? Total receptions. Four and over a half. under four and okay. a half. Yeah. Probably over. He's McLaurin he's the only receiving guy. yards, sixty-three and a half. Other guys are hurt. I'm I'm doing my own advice with Ricky. I'm on Wendell Smallwood. Player rushing and receiving this Adrian Peterson stuff. They have no Chris Thompson. Adrian Peterson's hanging on by a thread. Wendell Smallwood will be the bulk of Washington tonight. His player rushing and receiving, on my book it was thirty eight and a half. It's up to forty point five on Mr. Green. I got to get on this now before people know. Peterson's not going to play this whole game, Gabe. He's going to have a couple carries. It's going to be exactly what Ricky talked about. The old David Johnson. Here comes Chase Edmonds for three touchdowns and 170 yards or whatever, right? So be careful. I think I'm going to be all in on Smallwood. His his rushing total is 20. Like that's, I'm in. I know uh, he's going to be their main threat that's low. in the yeah. backfield tonight. Yeah, that's my props for that game. If I'm doing one, one thing with Washington, Smallwood. Rushing yards over 20 and a half, total yards over 40 and a half. Done. I haven't looked. Uh, I don't even know who's on in-game live here tonight. Are you on it all with us? Uh, I'm on tomorrow with you and Lisey. I'm on the fr- Friday night crew. Oh, Lisey's on tomorrow night, Friday night. Yeah, me, you, and Lisey. Joe Lisey? Yep. Oh, no, no. Bovi, Bovi, Bovi. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Bovi. Yeah, yeah. Saturday, I was going to yeah, say, Saturday Joe Lisey making his, his in-game live yeah. debut, college. <laughs> Uh, college games you guys like. Yeah, yeah. It'll be college night tomorrow. They're, they're playing more games on Friday. Sorry, Paul Bovey, me and you, 8 to 10 tomorrow. Who are you uh, on Paul, with Paul tonight? Bo- right, are you on all night? Are you on uh, all night tonight? Yeah. Yeah. 
Is he? Right back in the swing. Things. I just got off. I came right to right from the airport to here, Cam. Oh, so you still I got your bag. I literally got out of the airport at 4.30. Yeah, yeah, I still got my bags. Your, bag, your bags. All right, tonight. <laughs> yeah, what do you got for me? Tonight, it's, uh, it's me, Dane Martinez, Gianni the Greek. Oh, yeah. Like, for the first hour, then Mike Blewett, me and Gianni the Greek. And then Kevin Walsh, me, Teddy Covers for the final two hours. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's a quality, a quality lineup. And then tomorrow night, Cam uh, will step up, and it'll be me, Cam, and uh, Paul Bovey uh, tomorrow night from um, from eight till ten, uh, breaking down all the games. And Paul Bovey might be in town actually, joining us in studio. I know he's coming cool. to town. I'm supposed to go to the supposed to go to a Nick. Um, the Knicks are playing the Bulls on Monday night. And, uh, you know, of course, he's a season ticket holder. I don't like missing shows, but he's not here very often, Paul. Exactly. And I figured it'd be cool. Like, he comes in, he'll do game-time decisions. Maybe we'll do it over at Studio 34, and then head over to the Nick, uh, Nick Bulls game. And Sounds also, good. I could duck out. You know what? The game is on Monday. It's Miami and Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I think we're going to take probably the a good time to go to an NBA game, Cam. Yeah, because <laughs> next Monday is the Giants and the Cowboys. That, hey, I, I can do that. <laughs> All right, so our picks uh, Atlanta Hawks, Detroit Pistons. I'm going to go over the 221 points. Uh, it's 221 and a half, actually. Sorry. I'm going to go over the 221 and a half. Oh, God. Am I going to regret this? But give me the Houston Rockets on their home floor tonight, minus 120 money line. Give me the L.A. Clippers, minus one, uh, or money line, whatever, minus 115, whatever the hell it is, uh, against the Warriors. So Hawks, Pistons over, Rockets to win, Clippers to win, NFL football, Vikings minus 16 and a half, Vikings and a over, seven-point teaser. I think the game's going to be like 35-10 or something, 38-14. I think the Vikings smoke them. I'm going to lay the nine and a half in the first half. I'm going to take Dalvin Cook to score the game's first touchdown, plus 340. And let's go over four and a half sacks. What do you got, Cam? I'm going to take a shot with uh, the San Jose Sharks tonight, plus 120. Buffalo Sabres, minus 130. Arizona Islanders, over five. Lean to the Coyotes and the Panthers, plus 120 over Calgary, Florida. I'm going to take the Clippers in basketball, Gabe, with you. And I'm going to do my props with my boy Wendell Smallwood, over 20. Yards, uh, 20.5 yards rushing and 39 and a half yards receiving. Good luck tonight. All right, good job, uh, Yang. Thanks. Uh, great job, Cam. Thank you very much. Great seeing you earlier in the week. Thanks. Yep. Uh, Enjoy your time, We'll buddy. be back. We'll be back in black uh, here at one hour's time, breaking down all the NBA action here tonight, Thursday night football. Got a full house. Dane Martinez, Gianni the Greek, join me at eight. Mike Blewett. We got Teddy Covers, Kevin Walsh. May the winners be yours. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. 
Uh, we're back uh, from Toronto as um, we watched uh, the Toronto Raptors celebrate their first ever championship. But I got to tell you, Cam, um, very emotional night at um, at the arena, and pretty much the best and coolest uh, like. I didn't, like, full-out cry, but my eyes were getting watery. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I wasn't sure. bawling or anything like that, but I started to tear up a bit when it's- Kyle Lowry pulled down, like, the, the banner, and he was the last was one awesome. with the trophy and everything. Yeah, they did a good job. And you know what I liked about it, actually, too? There wasn't a lot of Kawhi at all in the video, which I liked. <laughs> like I was, yeah. I was a little bit like, how are they going to handle this? And there were so many good moments of everybody else in the playoffs. That they had a great montage. The, the place did erupt when they showed the Kawhi shot against uh, Philadelphia. Um, I'll be honest. After a few drinks, I tried to get a uh, we don't need you chant going, but people <laughs> like them too much. People are too nice. They're like, oh, you help us win. And, yeah, I'm like, you guys are soft. By the end, I, you know, I was turning on Raptor fan even. You know, the Bay Street boot, bootlicker, they're out in full force there, man. And, uh, <laughs> there were some wild kids there, and there were some real uptight people. And that, that's the thing. The Raptors are a big show in town now. Uh, but, um, yeah, great time. So we got the ring. Pretty cool ring, actually. And i got to tell you, like, Beautiful. this is the coolest replica championship we, we've seen. Like, you know, that Argo ring, Cam. Remember the Argo ring? Like, that Argo yeah. ring is okay and it's novelty, but yeah, like yeah, this, that one kills it's it. the yeah. exact, it's the exact replica of what the players got. Now I'm looking on eBay here right now, and there's all kinds of different prices. Some people want two two hundred and ninety nine dollars. Wow. Uh, another dude's uh, doing it for one fifty three hundred fifty three dollars and eighty six cents. Eighty six. There's another guy, two ninety nine, a little greedy at uh, yeah. two ninety nine. Last night, people were trying to get five hundred for them Crazy. on eBay. I've been checking in. I'm not selling mine anyways, but um, yeah, you know, people were trying to get uh, five hundred for them. That's not happening. Yet, what's interesting, Cam? So the real ring, the real Raptors ring, worth a uh, hundred and twenty six thousand dollars. Yeah. Like this, I, this is like this. This isn't real. <laughs> See, I got guys in the shiny. ring already. See, it ain't real. I don't think <laughs> it's good it's though. Huh? <laughs> it's a replica of a Raptors championship ring. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at. 